I want you all to imagine that you're currently walking in the back street of Kyoto in Japan. All of a sudden, you see a woman in a beautiful kimono, which is a traditional Japanese dress. You think to yourself, wow, she looks gorgeous. I'm going to go up to her and talk to her. So you walk up to her, tap her on the shoulder and say, Ohayo. She turns around and when you see her face, you're in shock. She's one of the most beautiful women that you've ever seen. And then, as you say hi to her, she replies, and she opens her mouth. And that's when you're met with a horrifying sight. All of her teeth are jet black. You freak out and you run away as fast as you can away from this woman. G'day everyone, I'm your host Stephen, and welcome to another episode of the Bamboo History Podcast. For those of you who don't know what the Bamboo History Podcast is, it's a podcast on Chinese and East Asian history. If you like this type of content, please subscribe to my podcast right now, and follow my Instagram at Bamboo History Podcast. Additionally, we've also got a new website as well, where you can also access the podcast and also an additional blog on extra Chinese and East Asian history. The website is bamboohistorypodcast.com. Today, this is the first episode where we'll be focusing on Japanese history. This is due to the popular request from my Instagram followers. Thank you so much for responding back to me. And I also believe a Japanese history episode is due anyway. I've done Korean history, I've done Vietnamese history, but I just haven't done Japanese history yet. So, you're all probably curious, what's the topic going to be? Today, our Japanese history special will focus on the ancient Japanese custom of Ohaguro, which is the blackening of your teeth. Now, why was blackening your teeth popular, and when did this originate? Let's get straight into the podcast then, shall we? Before I begin, a disclaimer that I can't speak Japanese. So please forgive me if I'm destroying the pronunciation of Japanese words in this episode. Ohaguro in Japanese literally means black teeth, and Ohaguro is spelt O-H-A-G-U-R-O. Ohaguro was the act of blackening one's teeth, you know, making your own teeth black in colour. Before we go into the history of Ohaguro, let's talk about the procedure for Ohaguro. The people who practiced this dyed their teeth black using a black iron solution called kanemizu, spelt K-A-N-E-M-I-Z-U. Kanemizu was made by first mixing iron filings with tea or sake with vinegar. Then the liquid would turn black once the iron oxidised. The taste though at this point would still be pretty harsh, 
I mean, we've literally just put metal into the liquid. So spices such as cinnamon, cloves and anise were added. By applying kanemizu onto their teeth, it would give their teeth a shiny black look. It's important to note though that the kanemizu dye didn't last long on their teeth and was easy to clean off, so it had to be applied daily. People would also apply heavy makeup onto their face to hide any kanemizu dye that got onto their face from the blackening process. So when did this ohaguro custom originate, and why? There has been evidence of ohaguro being practiced in Japan for over 1,500 years. Human bones and haniwa from the Kofun period, K-O-F-U-N, which was a period between the 4th century and the 6th century, show traces of blackened teeth on the human bones and haniwa. And for those of you who don't know Haniwa, spelt H-A-N-I-W-A, they were small clay dolls and figurines that were made and buried with the dead as funerary objects. We definitely know, however, that Ohaguro was first practiced during the Heian period, which was a period between the 9th century and the 12th century. Heian is spelt H-E-I-A-N. Ohaguro originally started off as a way to commemorate a child becoming an adult. In other words, a coming-of-age ritual. And the teeth was blackened to show that transition into adulthood. During the Heian period, only upper-class aristocratic people, especially women, would practice Ohaguro. Coupled with teeth blackening, women during the Heian period also loved powdering their faces white. Having a really white face, along with having jet black teeth, meant that when a woman smiled, it would create an illusion that they were smiling without showing any teeth. In contrast, if you didn't dye your teeth black, and your teeth was just white, a powdered white face actually would make the white teeth look a lot yellower. And, you know, yellow teeth wasn't as popular aesthetics-wise. It is also during the Heian period that we can find a lot of references to Ohaguro in Japanese literature, most famously in the story, The Tale of Genji, which was written in the early 11th century. By the end of the Heian period, the people who practiced Ohaguro included members of the imperial family, clan members, and even samurai. And one of the reasons why the samurai did it was to show loyalty. A reason why blackening your teeth could show loyalty could be that with white teeth, because white teeth would eventually turn a bit yellow, the change in colour symbolised wavering loyalty. Whereas if you had jet black teeth consistently throughout, that would show the strength of your loyalty to their master. And this is a possible explanation as to why the samurai would practice ohoguro. By the Muromachi period, spelt M-U-R-O-M-A-C-H-I, between the 14th and 16th centuries, Ohaguro had found other uses as well. During the latter part of the Muromachi period, Japan was engaged in lots of internal conflicts, where rival clans fought one another. This period is also known as the Sengoku period. 
Many clans, in order to form alliances with one another, would send off their daughters to marry into another clan. These girls would have their teeth blackened to show that they were of age to marry. These girls, who had their teeth blackened for the sake of military marriages, were known as kaneoya, spelt K-A-N-E-O-Y-A. During this period of time, there was also another interesting way Ohogoro was applied. Based on what I've talked about so far, it is evident that only people who were either upper class or high-ranking military members had their teeth blackened. So when the Japanese people fought each other in battle, the soldiers that were slain would have their heads severed off to be used as trophies for the victors. But for the victors, when they saw that the severed heads had white teeth, they would actually paint the teeth black. This was because that when other people would see them carrying the severed heads, if they saw that the severed heads had black teeth rather than white, it would mean that, oh, they definitely killed someone of high importance in battle, because if the person they had killed had black teeth rather than white, it obviously meant they had killed someone that was of high importance rather than just a lowly commoner, hence they would be probably given more honours for their win in battle. So yeah, I thought even though it was a sneaky way to do it, it seemed like a really smart way to use Ohaguro to give yourselves greater honours in battle. During the Edo period in Japan, Edo spelt E-D-O, between the 17th and the 19th centuries, the practice of Ohaguro had spread so much that it was also now done by other classes of people besides the upper class. Whilst for men in Japan, it was mainly the imperial family that practiced Ohaguro. For women, it was practiced by women of all social classes. This included married women, unmarried women over 18 years old, prostitutes, and geishas. Geishas, for those who don't know, are women who were and are entertainers and performers who would also engage in conversation with their patrons as well and often had to be very knowledgeable in a lot of topics so they could hold these conversations, which meant they were also well-educated women. Contrary to what a lot of people think, they are not prostitutes. Geishas are known for their traditional Japanese clothing and hairstyle, as well as that powdery white face of theirs, but they are also famous for blackening their teeth, you know, practicing ohaguro. So much so, that even after Ohoguro was banned, geishas have still continued to practice Ohoguro, even to the present day. Wait, sorry, what? Ohoguro was banned? Oh, hang on, what, what happened? Hold your bamboo, guys, I'll explain. You see, during the Edo period in Japan, they had been closed off from the outside world for over 200 years due to an isolationist policy called Sakoku. I might explore this in a future episode. Anyway, after the year 1853, when the US sent a diplomatic envoy to create relations with Japan, Japan began to slowly open up to the Western powers. The opening up to Western powers brought in a fresh perspective of Japanese customs. What I mean by that in simple terms is that The white man came to Japan, 
saw Japanese people open their mouths, saw all the black teeth, and basically got scarred for life. And yeah, that's right. Many Westerners who visited Japan were disgusted at Ohaguro. For example, Rutherford Alcock, a British diplomat, described Ohaguro as a (coughs) an abhorrent Japanese custom. (laughs) And he believed that the reason why women blackened their teeth was that they could look so ugly they wouldn't be able to pursue extramarital relationships. I find that theory quite abhorrent, if you don't mind. (laughs) Yeah, it's just my lame attempt at a British accent. (laughs) Hence, in a bid to westernise their country, the Japanese government decided to ban the practice of ohaguro on men in the year 1870. A few years later, the Empress of Japan appeared in public with dazzling white teeth, in a bid to make white teeth more appealing. And this in turn influenced many women of the upper class to stop practicing ohaguro. However, lower and middle class women still continued practicing ohaguro until the early 20th century, when that practice gradually faded away. And nowadays? You can still see people that have blackened their teeth in Japan, but they would mainly be through films, done during festivals, and also, as I mentioned earlier, with geishas. Now, why was ohaguro so popular? Modern people might find blackened teeth a really weird concept, especially since nowadays black teeth is associated with rotting teeth. But in ancient Japan, it was different. Traditionally, Japanese people viewed pure black as a beautiful colour, and hence painting one's teeth was a mark of their beauty. The Kanemizu black dye was also said to have protected one's teeth from cavities and decay, and the dye also covered the gradual yellowing of one's teeth as well. As mentioned earlier, ohogura was done to show one's high standing in society and it was also a way for women to show that they were either ready for marriage, married, and also faithful to their marriage. It's also important to note that it wasn't just Japan that practiced teeth blackening. Many cultures in Southeast Asia, including those in the countries of Vietnam, Philippines, and Thailand, also practiced teeth blackening. It was also practiced by the ancient Baiyue peoples, who if you remember, was covered in episode 16 of my podcast, so you should definitely check that episode out. Before I go, I wanted to mention that having ohaguro in Japan wasn't always associated with beauty. There's an old Japanese story about a monster called the Ohaguro Batari. It is said that if you wander the streets at night, near temples and shrines, you might see a beautiful young woman floating around wearing a white wedding dress. She's also not one to keep to herself. She starts calling out to any single young men nearby to come towards her. Come, come, come over here. Some don't answer their call, but others are curious. I mean, why would a young, beautiful woman be calling out to them? 
So they walk closer to the young woman to try and get a good look at her. The young woman, though, is initially trying to hide her face. But for anyone who gets close enough, they might get to catch the face of this beautiful young woman. And as she turns around, she reveals herself to be a monster. Ah! Bakemono! A monster with a large, white, disfigured face of a dome as a head. With a face that has nothing, no eyes, no nose, and no ears, and nothing except for a huge, gaping mouth with large, blackened teeth. Ugh. This beautiful woman, I mean monster, then lets out a huge cackle, <laughs> which scares the men away. This monster, or yokai in Japanese, is called the Ohaguro Betari. And whilst the monster isn't harmful, its ugly face scares the bejesus out of most people, and is seen as a prankster monster. <laughs> so yeah, that is it. That's the end of my first Japan history special episode of Ohaguro, or Teeth Blackening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, before you go, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast, follow my Instagram, and visit my new website. If you want to contact me with any feedback, topic suggestions, or just want to have a chat, you can either DM me on Instagram or email me. I'll leave all my details in the description box below. Alright now, time to go off to blacken my teeth. Sorry, sorry, I meant uh, uh, brush my teeth. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening, and see you all next time on the Bamboo History Podcast. Bye for now. Sayonara! Sayonara!